Here we go. Episode 9 of the podcast, but 2 of the fireside chat. So settle in, get your faux leather chair, put your feet up and rest your head on a pillow as we bring you a chat by fireplace with Josh and George. The fireside you chat. Know that by now. <laughs> you, you don't know that by now. Why are you listening? No, I don't crackle, mean that. Crackle, crackle, that's the sound of George's Rice Krispies, which is eaten by the fire. Well, here, here's the intro soundtrack. No, here's the intro soundtrack. soundtrack i'm just going to reposition i'm just going to reposition my chair well to start with george how's your day been oh wonderful wonderful um um, my favorite my favorite moment of today was um interviewing John. yes yes also up there was um i had a really nice lunch my, my parents have known basically well, friends of the podcast, the schemes. Of, yes, I'm not a fan of egg sandwiches typically. I, oh. have, I haven't been since a very young age. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. And, but for lunch, my dad made me an egg sandwich and I sort of picked it up. He was like, There's your egg sandwich. And I was like, But, but I don't like egg sandwiches. <laughs> I decided because since it was such a long time ago that I last had an experience with an egg sandwich. And, and as, I, as I tucked into it, I realised it was actually really nice. There's a sort of thin layer of mayonnaise, and you know, the yolk and the, the whites really complement each other with a crusty bread. Oh. Um, and there's a real treat. So I learned something today that I do like egg sandwiches. Well, what lesson do you think we, as human beings, can learn from that? I suppose if you want to take a wiser lesson, it's um, don't write things off, perhaps. Try new things. Try new eggs. <laughs> yes. That's the moral of today's podcast. Well, it sounds like you've had a very pleasant day, all in all. And, um, how about you? My day has been exceptionally pleasant. Woke up, oh, recorded, interviewed John, so what could be better? Yes. Nothing. Um, and then I did a bit of work, and I got to work editing my Star Wars project for May the 4th, which, oh, listeners, there's big things in store. Huge things. Huge things. And then I did a bit more work, and I called friend of the podcast, Emma. And then I called friend of the podcast and co-host of the podcast, George, with whom I watched a fantastic movie called George yes. and the Jungle. George and the Jungle. <laughs> no, that's George not. George, no, George of the Jungle. It's George at the Jungle. George with the, George, George's Jungle. And that's really very good. And his Jungle. And what's made it even better is that I just got a text message from a friend of the podcast, Freya Conlin, saying that she's now listening to our podcast and really enjoying it. So this one's for you, Freya. Oh, yes. Big um, shout out to Freya. But also shout outs to, um, I should say that this morning in my um, DOS call with um, Dr. Melissa Calaresi, yes, I ended up recommending the podcast to her. 
Um, mean, meanfully. Meaningfully. Meaningfully. Um, meaningfully. Um, I'm not sure how we got onto the subject, so but yes, so if she's listening, I'm listening. Um, big shout out to you. Yes. Well, that's two shout outs, and um, I hope you're enjoying this instalment of, of the Fireside Shout. The more irreverent, the more stream of conscience, but I think the more lovable, amicable, and friendly of the two formats we run. Mm, definitely. It's, um, it's a really inclusive environment. The normal podcast can be, it's fun, but it can be a little bit, it's perhaps exclusive. But here <laughs> exclusive. we're tolerant of, of all, no matter what. Um, of any and all. No matter what university you go to. Yes. And um, we might add that there hasn't been any development in the legal side of things. You might remember we talked about yes. plagiarism gate in episode one. There's been no development because I'm not sure whether George, I mean, episode previous to this one, I'm I'm not sure whether George should contact the person who miscited, misattributed, failed to attribute my work. Um, but write in whether you think action should be taken. And also write in, I'm assembling a Jedi Council for the Star Wars Society thing. We've got a few members already. We've got about four of us. Um, yeah. I'll be reaching out to some of you soon. But if you want a position, it doesn't entail very much. It's only about 12 to 15 hours a week of work. <laughs> There's lots of positions for you. So do write in. Yes, I, we're, we're begging for people. We're praying. <laughs> yes, please help. Um, um, you know, it's very exciting. Do you want to tell them about the person who asked for a position on it? The one and only vice president of the Cambridge Union. Yes, well, I shan't go into too much detail because I don't like to advertise things before they're completed. But we do have some big oh. names on the Jedi Council, one of which yeah. is the vice president of the Cambridge Union. So we're really expanding, yeah. which it's is very exciting. So if that doesn't sell it to you, and there's plenty of positions, anyone who wants one, I'm happy to give one because it's about community and I'm trying to cultivate that. So we yes. want to be out of inner circle. We'll have a special group chat and everything. So um, do get in contact. You have to be a Jedi, though. <laughs> Otherwise, you may sit on the council, but you'll not be granted the title of master. <laughs> I reference like to a movie. You're like an observing man. Like, um, you know, like, you know, in the United States Congress, like, um, yeah. I think it's like Washington, D.C., and, like, the U.S. territories elect, like, representatives to sit in the House of Representatives, but they can't vote. It's just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. that's absurd. You America is essentially maintaining colonies in the 21st century. Yes. Yeah. Something to chew on Probably. there. Do you know about Puerto Rico? No. Well, I know it's a place. Puerto Rico is part of America. It's owned by America. Donald Trump is the president of it. Yes. Yet they have no representation in Congress. <gasps> they have um, no say over the... They, they can't vote in presidential elections. Um, and they're not... Um, they're restricted about how they can... Oh. They don't have the full rights of American citizens. With, you know, meanwhile, the American government has full jurisdiction over Puerto Rico. That's terrible. It's, you know, it's, it's really, really terrible. Well, um, sure. all I have to say to that, with a heavy heart, as to quote the song Despacito, that's how they do it down in Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> all I can tell them, That's the classic um, legal argument against. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is how they do it down in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. And also, <laughs> since it's the evening episode, we thought we'd recommend to you what we're having to drink. Um, we've got some special ones today. Mine is from The Cellars, by which I mean my garage. I, Since since obviously it's lockdown, it's quite hard to get hold of anything to drink. So I had to dig up this dusty, it was a dusty bottle of, um, not quite a sponsor of the podcast, but you know, we'd love it if they got in contact, 
Old Mount Cider, and it's a cider which is flavoured with passion fruit and apple, obviously. Um, and it's very nice. It was made in New Zealand, so friend of the podcast. I'm not sure listening to the podcast though. Will from Thomas, he's a friend of the podcast. He would like it, and it's very nice, very fruity, um, very Moorish. A bit like yes. myself. What are you drinking, George? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I, I'm drinking um, Stella Artois, which the can says it's made in Belgium. The rich man's and drink. It, <laughs> it implies that it was first made in 1366. Oh, which is almost all skis. Very, um, very old. Yeah. Um, and you had a, you had you have an interesting story of how you source that that essay, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's not really interesting, but I'll say it nevertheless. <laughs> I, I went to my local shop earlier. Um, it was really sunny. It was a lovely walk in the sun. Mm. I walked down the road, um, t- talking to to Josh on the phone. Yes. And uh, then I was like, "Sorry, Josh, I got to go because I'm about to go into the shop." So I had. And I screamed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's lucky I did because I was immediately thrown into confusion because there was a little sign written on some cardboard outside the door, and I think stapled to a like one of the things, like oh, the wheels for boxes. Oh, wheel. Yeah. There was something like that. And it said, like, only three customers in the shop at one time. It said, abandon hope all ye who enter here. <laughs> yes, due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. <laughs> yes. um, but obviously, being outside the shop, I couldn't see how many people were inside the shop. Oh. So I decided to stay outside. But so I waited there for a few minutes, and then a man came out, and I went in, because I assumed that, you know, that'd be okay. The so one out, one in rule. And, and silly me, there was only one other person inside the shop, so I could have yeah. gone in anyway. Um, but yeah, then I had to go look around, because I used to get some milk as well. So I went to get the milk first. So I know I'd probably spend longer browsing for alcohol. Then milk. So I got that. And then I, um, uh, yeah, then I, then I bought what I bought. And I, yeah, oh, yeah, they had like a big screen. Because I haven't actually gone shopping much at all no. during the pandemic. Um, the COVID-19 yeah, like, pandemic. Yes. But they had like a massive plastic screen kind of separating the face of me and the face of the cashier. Which oh. is quite good because obviously if you like spit into that, you want to sort of breathe out or sneeze or something. Or indeed, if you said COVID nineteen, I pass judgment on you and then blew the wind of God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Law listeners would um pick up on that reference. Yes, you boy (laughs) break (laughs) your No, that wasn't Kenneth Copeland. It really was George Keane doing an impression. We we should get Kenneth on the on the podcast. Well, when we start the podcast, we were going to do fake interviews. Yes, but, I, I uh, think we should, yeah. I've been a bit thrown off that after this plagiarism fiasco. I know, yeah, it really makes you think, doesn't it? Wait, I'm just gonna. I need to let my dog in, so I'm gonna walk the reading carry. We're gonna have a live George letting his dog in. But um, as George lets his dog in, I think I'll reflect on my thought for the day, which okay. is as I was sitting doing my work, I thought well, I'm oddly happy, seeing as it's a lockdown and I can't see my friends or do anything. And I thought, why is that? And I realised because. As friend of the podcast, Emma Bryan, told me, it's about inner happiness, and it comes from within, not from external circumstances. So happiness can be preserved wherever you are. And if you're not happy, that's okay too. I just thought I'd give my tuppence. Yes, well, I'm glad you did, because that's really good advice. Yeah. Um, glad I gave my tuppence. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And thank you, Emma, for that advice. Yes, it was really Emma's advice, not mine. Um, I should also mention that we're going to have to adopt our main podcast, because Emma said that when she listened to it, she doesn't know what day of the week it is. So we're going to um, start announcing the day of the week each episode. <laughs> yeah, just like, like, what day is it tomorrow? 
You should be like, Friday, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Friday, that was for you, Emma. <laughs> we should do like the, um, like, you know, like beeps on the radio. Oh, it's like dongs or something. The beeps on the beeps. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, something like that. That's quite a good idea. Mm. Yes, and we always said that we were going to do some kind of shipping forecast as well. But of course, that could lead to major nautical incidences. <laughs> incidences. So it wouldn't be ideal. But then, you know, reality, like, they'd be like, why are you listening to <laughs> you guessing your shipping information off a podcast? <laughs> George and George's happy hour. <laughs> we wouldn't be in the wrong. George and George's shipping hour. <laughs> George and George's fireplace shipping hour. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time we now turn to friend of the podcast, Ethan's question, which he kindly sent in for today's oh, Fireside yes. Chat. Yeah, I forgot about that. It's a very good question. It's, um, yeah, I'll get it up so I can read it verbatim. Read it as Ethan would have wanted us to read it. <laughs> okay. Um, well, actually, it literally says, what are your views on simulation theory? Good question. George, would you like to explain what simulation theory is to the layman listening, like myself? So, to the... Um, to the untrained eye, simulation theory is the idea that um, the world is a simulation, probably a computer simulation, and um, you know, it holds great credence. A bit like in the um, awful movie, The Matrix. Mm. Just like the, argument I've, the argument I've heard, the most convincing argument, is that um, like computer simulations are getting much more realistic, and it's easy to foresee a time when they it's possible to create a simulation that's so realistic you cannot distinguish it from reality. Yeah. Um, like the Sims. Yeah, well, yes, exactly, yes. Perhaps it's already been done. And once that's happened, um, then you'll be able to create a simulation inside that simulation. That will happen. You know, yeah. That's like objective facts. And then the simulation inside that simulation, you'll be able to create like a copy of the universe inside each simulation. Yeah. So when you make that logical jump, then there'll be limitless, like, there'll be endless simulations inside each simulation. So the chances of us being in the simulation is, like, is, is, like, pretty much certain. Yes, I agree. And I just think, if we are in a simulation, it's a damn good one, and I'm proud to be a part of it. Yes. But then I think a counter-argument, perhaps, is that why would you create a simulation that perfectly replicates, like, the human experience? Maybe like in the Matrix. Have you not seen the Matrix? Obviously, it would be like very costly to do that, and unethical as well. We can't understate the role of ethics in this. So um, I'm not sure it's as certain as it may seem. Um, yes, perhaps not. Well, but we, again, we don't know if that's you know, if we're in a simulation, then we wouldn't know. Yes. Well, Ethan, I'm sorry that you're having this existential crisis. I'm sorry that we couldn't definitively answer so, your your ob- obvious cry for help. <laughs> but you know, rest assured, if you are on a simulation, we're in the simulation with you. But actually, this is my like because I thought about this before, and I think it's always I always come back to the same point that at the end of the day, like if this seems real, this is like the de facto real world essentially. Even if it is, a yes, yes, I agree. It's as real as you can want it. Yeah. That's um. I I don't demand anything else. That's quite a William James-esque pragmatist argument. That truth comes from the impact on the person. Perhaps, yes, definitely. The veracity (laughs) of a thing is whether it has a positive long-term impact on you. 
so at the end of the day, I don't mind if there's a simulation or not because um, it it, is, it doesn't doesn't matter. Yes, well, if we can make fireside chats in it, it's good. well, exactly, yes, make me happy. Well, thank you for the question, Ethan, and thank you for continually maintaining your interaction with the podcast that we answered satisfactorily. And what do you think, Ethan? Write to us directly and let us know. Maybe I'll put a poll tomorrow so people can... I, I quite like, if you didn't see, George made a poll today, which was, do you want to be a guest on the podcast? Option one, yes. Option two, also yes. <laughs> yeah. I felt like a, a very fun person. You rigged the vote. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's no way for say no. <laughs> it's unethical, George. It's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> um, um, well, if you found that funny, do write in. Let us know. But no, I'll definitely do that poll. I think it's fine. I might do it now, actually. Well, yes. Well, after this has been uploaded, this unedited chat, we can do whatever we want. It's Social media, our fingertips, bend to our will. <laughs> yes. How long have we been going on for? Sixteen minutes, twenty-seven seconds. Wow. Okay. So yeah. as we fade out, because we don't want to over, because we had quite a long episode with John as well. So yeah. do you have any final thoughts, just for us to chew on, or for the audience to chew on, or anything you know? A bit more risque to say because this is the this is the um the more adult format of the two podcasts so you know make good use of it while you can. Well, yes, I mean it's always tempting to say something risque. I think I'll leave it on a mild note. Um, that I think it's now is the time where we can become optimistic about quarantine being over. You know, um, yes. lifting some of their measures. Italy are. Um, and you know the world is beginning to come out as we're finding solutions to things as a society you know like the yeah. house of commons is sitting again in some form and um things are carrying on um so yes i suppose i try to leave on a little optimism that's that's very good my final words would just be fuck because um can't say that in the main podcast that's a naughty word you can't say that <laughs> i hope i didn't shock you too much listeners <laughs> And as always, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you fucking enjoyed it. Was, was that the advice? Like, my final word would be to fuck. Oh, oh. No. No. Like a command. It's not, it wasn't a command. You're saying? It was an expletive. Yes. Just for the sake of it, I suppose. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fire Hour. Coming to you from Old Mount Cider and Stella Artois. <laughs> yes, I hope you enjoyed it as much as we have. Yeah, we really enjoyed it. And um, we're going to watch The Simpsons now. And yeah. um, we encourage you to do the same. But if you're drifting off to sleep, good night. And um, yeah. we'll see you tomorrow with an interview, hopefully, with Lucia. Although the timings might be different tomorrow because um, school's back on. Oh, God. Yes, good night. Good night.